During the past few days, I was looking at modern art. I was trying to wonder why it's so expensive. I put a little splash splash, zigzag, go for millions. So I was looking at YouTube videos about modern art and what the so-called experts have to say. And what it pretty much came down to is pretty much on feelings, whatever you feel. Uh, whatever the artist is feeling, they're going to draw and they're going to paint and that's going to cost millions. I don't know, maybe they're mad because the camera took over their jobs. I mean, now we could get like a good HD picture of somebody aside from somebody painting them. So I guess they went to this crazy idea of zigzags and shapes and not even that. Sometimes it's just a white canvas. And the point of it is you decide what's in there. You imagine what's in the canvas. It's pretty like, I don't know who you're trying to trick. I wouldn't pay for that. I don't even know who would buy that. But apparently there's buyers. It just sucks that they're spending money like that. I feel like I was looking at the comment section too on, on the video. What people have to say about it. And one, and some of them were like, oh, you know, I should have saved my, sex, uh, my kindergarten. Uh, drawings, little scribbles that I did. That could have probably gone for millions now. And I was like, you have a good point, man. I should have done the same. I should have saved my kindergarten drawings and probably they would be worth a million. Uh, but unfortunately, I didn't save them. So there goes my money. Anyways, aside from that, welcome back to Censor Talk. I'm your host, JC, exposing the truth, one podcast at a time. That's the motto. It's going to be the motto forever. And what I'm going to be talking about today is the upcoming presidential election in November, the U.S. presidential election. And we're going to be comparing Joe Biden and Trump. We're going to see what they have to offer. And I'm going to start first with Trump, since he's our current president, of course, and I'm also going to be, when it comes to these two candidates, I'm, also, I'm not going to just talk about the positives. I'm going to talk mostly about the negatives. What, what's bad about these two candidates that, unfortunately, the media is not telling us. Usually the media, depending on who they represent, for example, Fox News, since represents Trump, of course they're going to talk positive. They're going to focus more on the positive instead of the negative. And the same goes to Biden. If MSNBC, CNN, ABC... Uh, they're mostly going to talk more about the positive than the negative. Yes, they will call them out from time to time, but mostly they're going to focus on the positive. But me, I'm going to focus more on the negative. What's Not that they're both negative, but what's the problem right now in the economy? And you get to decide who is best suited for that position. So first I'm going to start with Trump, since he's our current president. And... We already have four years of him, so let's see how he's been doing. So, when Trump got elected in 2016, before he got elected, he ran his whole campaign saying that, criticizing Obama. That's that's pretty much what he ran on. He criticized Obama's economic policies. And he said that they were a failure. And he exposed them and said there was no such thing as a recovery. Which is true. And the economy wasn't, re- there was no recovery in the economy. Um, and he called them out. He said interest rates were too low. And Obama was doing a lot of spending. And that's why I believe he got elected. 
uh, he got elected because he exposed the truth. He said, yes, there's no recovery. Our economy is pretty much failing. And China is taking advantage of us. So this is why I think he got elected. He told the truth. Unfortunately, he's been using the same policies Obama's been using. You see, in 2008, when the full financial crisis happened, uh, I don't blame Obama for the bubble in 2008. I don't blame Obama for the financial crisis in 2008. I blame Bush, Clinton, and all of the other former presidents before them. But usually the problem arose in 1971 when President Richard Nixon got us out of the gold standard. That was the start. Why? Because we just ditched the gold and then we started printing more and more money, which caused our debt to keep increasing. And it's been increasing ever since there and then now we're in the trillions. So I don't, I don't blame Obama for that. I blame former presidents, especially Clinton too, because of his housing act and I don't know, that policy that anybody could afford a house and banks are are forced to give mortgages to people that couldn't afford them. So that's another problem. Which, of course, now I went to Bush, and then Bush was already starting to see signs, and then later afterwards you see Obama, and then Obama in his first year, boom, a crisis. But I don't blame him for that. I do blame him for his response to the financial crisis. He started printing more money, he bailed out these banks, and he and he got interest rates low. So pretty much what Obama did was like a Keynesian model of economy, and what the Keynesian model is is pretty much uh, uh, print more money, spend more money, uh, let the economy let the economy stimulate. We need more spending. We need people to keep spending. So that's pretty much the way Obama went, and then unfortunately we got ourselves in a bigger debt than what we than what we were. And of course, Trump's been using the same policies. Trump's unfortunately he's been spending a lot of money too, um, especially during this coronavirus. He really spent more. We went from like a twenty trillion dollar debt now we're at 26 and we're very close to being 27 trillion dollars in debt thanks to this whole pandemic and it has to do pretty much with the stimulus check the first one that gave they gave out then they're planning to give a second one but also what it hurt was in uh, all on all the un unemployment a lot of people went on unemployment which of course is not bad if you really needed to go on unemployment because nobody else was hiring then go for it you know, at least have something. But if you could work, I guess the best thing that you could have done to save this economy from getting into more debt was to go get a job. Work for your money. If you could have done it, do it. But unfortunately, many people decided to go, oh, I'm just going to wait for the stimulus. Oh, I'm just going to wait for unemployment. And yes, I'm not going to work because I get to have free money. Well, unfortunately, that decision made the economy worse. So this is something that has really increased the, the debt, and that's policies that Trump adopted from Obama. And he still has interest rates low. 
you know, it, it's been remaining low for the longest. Pretty much his whole presidency has been low interest rates, low interest rates, low interest rates, low interest rates. Yes. And the only people that benefit from this are pretty much the, the stock market. Why? Because we have more money to spend. People are spending money instead of saving money. They're spending money and then this is a reflection of the stock market. That's why the stock market was up. And it was up during Obama too. The, the, the stock market was going up and with Obama's policies. And then Trump just adopts Obama policies and the stock market continues to go up. So pretty much there was no recovery. There, there's still no recovery. We still have the bubble. This bubble is going to pop soon. And then when he talks about unemployment, it was also going down during Obama. It was starting to go down. But Trump adopted the same policies that Obama. And then now we have, now he brags about unemployment. But when it comes to unemployment, when it comes to the whole sheet of uh, unemployment, uh, not to say that the people that write down the unemployment um, information aren't corrupt, but it, it's known that it's not really a reliable uh, source when it comes to unemployment. Why? Because the only people that they count are full-time employees. They don't count part-time employees and they don't count uh, seasonal workers. So pretty much uh, when you read the first pages of the, the, the summary, I guess, if you read the summary, the introduction, whatever, uh, it's going to say, oh yeah, unemployment is at a 3.0%. And uh, everybody's like, yeah, you see low unemployment. Yay, hooray. But then... Uh, if you keep reading in the document, like if you go towards the end, it's going to say, well, you know, it's really this level. We did, we just didn't count this and that and this. So we're really like, let's say we were at, suppose we're at a 3% unemployment. Uh, reality is we're probably like at a 6 unemployment or 7 unemployment rate, 6% unemployment rate, which is pretty much not something that should be really considered as, yes, unemployment is low, but it's still not accurate but it besides the point during obama unemployment was going low too there were jobs created which trump now adopted the policies of course and now that's happening here too now when it comes to china uh, this is something that i will give credit to trump yes he's been dealing with china and it's and if i were to speculate the reason we're in this pandemic is because of that <laughs> But that's just speculation. That's just my theory. And some other people believe it too. But the reason we're in this virus is because of China. And China's economy was already going downhill ever since the whole Trump's trade war started with China. Uh, their economy started going low. So, for example, if they had like a six year, uh, 6% annual um, GDP growth. Now they probably started decreasing to like a four, then a three, then a two. So that their economy was really sinking. So what does China have to do? They have to quickly react to something. But I'm not saying that they did that for them, but I do, I do think they did it for that. But if you don't want to believe it, that's okay. If you want to believe it, that's fine too. But yeah, Trump's been dealing with China, which I think, yeah, it was time. And the, and the good thing about Trump is that he's been consistent since the 70s. 
I've seen in interviews about him in the in the seventies, in the eighties. You know, saying the same thing. You know, China's not our friend. China keeps devaluing the currency, and when the country devalues the currency, they're they're making it less valuable. So, uh, the the U.S. dollar, since it's the the main reserve currency in the world, they can't compete against a devalued currency. Why? Because the dollar is stronger than that currency, and when and if you're a country and you're trying to buy goods from another country where are you going to go you're going to of course you're going to go for the cheaper one you're never going to go for the most expensive one that's something that pretty much everybody follows to this day so trump's really been hitting um china they've really been dealing with them it really comes down to who's going to be the main superpower so china's been really trying to deal with china Another good thing about Trump is that he's been he made the tax cut where the corporate tax cuts which for any economy that wants higher on higher employment who wants more revenue cutting taxes is the best way to go give more money to the consumer by cutting down their taxes they're able to spend it they're able to have more in their savings corporations are able to Create new manufacturing sectors. They're able to employ more. Why? Because they have money to do it. Don't believe the theory of oh, higher taxes. Just I mean, lower taxes just benefit the the rich. No, they also benefit working class, middle class people by having more money. The only thing, another bad thing about Trump, I already said two good things, China and the taxes, but one bad thing about Trump is that he wants negative interest rates. Which, when the first time I heard that, I was like, what are you doing? Negative interest rates. And what negative interest rates pretty much are is just uh, more money flow in the economy. Uh, There's more printing dollars and then the the key point is that um, you're supposed to spend it, so banks don't want your money. They're like, "Don, we're gonna charge you if you if you save your money, or you have it here stored in our bank, we're gonna charge you a fee for having it here, which is pretty much to motivate you to go spend your money, go buy stuff, go stimulate the economy." Apparently, which pretty much hasn't been good because once you have a, a lot of dollar bills, a lot of fiat currency running in the system, what happens is that you create inflation. And we already know what inflation does. It pretty much destroys an economy and causes recessions and depressions. That's something bad that Trump's been doing. Well, he wants to do that. He hasn't been doing it, but he's been thinking about it, which is something that's really not great. But I do think he does want the small businesses to prosper. And and a good tax cut could really help start newer businesses also uh, regulations cutting down regulations also help start new businesses there are really plenty we have a lot of regulations that it's in times it's really really complex very uh difficult to start even a small business so that's one good thing that trump's been doing but the bad thing is that he's still spending a lot of money something that he criticized obama for he's still doing it and I don't think there's going to be any sign of him not doing that. Well, but what about Joe Biden? What does Joe Biden has to offer 
since pretty much every, he's going to have to do something better than what Trump's been doing. So let's see what Trump, um, Biden's been doing. Well, Biden, unfortunately, uh, he's pretty much the opposite of what we want right now in these problems that we have in the economy. He wants to do more uh, government spending. He wants to have uh, free college, free health care. And of course, to many people, that may seem like, yeah, yes, who wouldn't want free college? Who wouldn't want free health care? Who wouldn't want free anything? But here's the problem. Then the the common argument is, well, who's going to pay for that? And the re- common response is, well, we're just going to tax the rich and, and the rich we are going to pay for our college. But taxes don't even make enough for us to pay for the for all of this. We already have a lot of unfunded liabilities like Social Security and Medicare. It's already we already have we can't even afford to pay that. How the hell are we going to afford to pay uh, free college and all of that? And the main reason we have to you have to see about this, the main thing you got to see about this is that our currency will be even less valuable if we just keep printing in order to pay for all these free programs like free college and free healthcare and free everything. So we, so if our currency becomes like less valuable then what value do we have then? Nobody's gonna want our dollar anymore. We're just gonna be more in debt with the Federal Reserve. We're just gonna be more in debt. Why? Because our taxes are not gonna to go to those free programs. Our taxes barely make anything to pay for that. We're gonna to have to keep borrowing money. And and as explained in my previous podcast about the Federal Reserve, how it operates, is when uh, the U.S. Treasury sells bonds to the banks, then the banks compete, bid for for the bonds, and then once they get the bond, they go and cash it out to the Federal Reserve, and then the, um, they get the currency, and then they give it back to the Treasury. So the way they give it back is because they buy more bonds from them. So then once the Treasury gets the 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 paper money, the currency, then they go and and distribute it amongst several uh, government um, programs, which pretty much just leads to our debt. And then plus, we had to pay interest for every bond that we give, because that's money that we're borrowing. So pretty much when we when they increase our taxes or when we give our taxes. Our taxes pretty much go into paying for interest rates. And we still haven't paid our interest rates. Now, that's just the interest rate. Now, imagine paying the actual debt afterwards. So, it's like a never-ending loop. So, we're pretty much going to be slaves for our whole time. And that's a problem with Biden. Biden wants to increase taxes, which in economy, like in economics 101... Raising taxes is not the best thing, especially down in this pandemic that our economy is really not doing good. Even though the stock market, the stock market reflects how the, the progress of the economy. So if you see a, a, an upward um, um, arrow in the uh, Dow Jones, which is pretty much the market, 
that that indicates that it's good. But right now, our our actual economy right now, and the stock market are not aligned. They're separate right now. So even though you see, oh, the the, the stock market's going up, well, I guess we're doing good now. Uh, no, we're not doing good. Not even a chance. <laughs> we're actually really in a bad economy right now, thanks to the virus. But Biden's tax plan is just to increase more taxes. He wants to raise taxes on the rich and raise taxes on corporations. That's his tax plan. And that's his ideal to pay for all this free college, which he got this absurd idea from crazy Bernie Sanders and Ocasio-Cortez, which is pretty much what represents, you know, it's kind of funny, you know, Joe Biden pretty much adapted all the ideas of Bernie Sanders, but Bernie Sanders is not the one running. It's pretty much Joe Biden. That's the funny part. Might as well put Bernie in there. It's the same ideas. But anyway, but in Economics 101, you can raise taxes, as I already said. But that's what Joe Biden wants to do, raise taxes. Imagine if you were like a business owner or, or a rich person. And you heard that, oh, now we're going to raise your income taxes to a, a 50% or something like that. Or corporate tax, we're going to raise it to like a 30% now. What would you do? Of course, you're going to be like, I'm not going to pay for that. I got to go. I'm going to go to another country. I'm going to go to China. I'm going to go to Mexico. I'm going to go to India. I'm going to go to a f- business-friendly country. And you know what's the funny part about Joe Biden? In his... Democratic convention speech he uh he said that what he wants to do is that he wants to cre- make things in America and that people it's going to be american made you know we're not going to have depend on china and some other country to make our 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 things anymore we're going to make him here in America and it's going to be made in America but then he wants that but then he's raising taxes on the corporations, on the wealthy people. How the hell does that work? How the hell do you want to make it in America, have employment here, but then yeah, you're taxing the people that are going to give the jobs? It's crazy. Your whole policies contradict right there. And and, and you see many people don't catch that. You know, they, they don't catch it. They're like, oh, you, yes, it's going to be me. Oh, yeah, but first, I'm, I'm also going to raise taxes. I want the stuff done here, but it's going to be, I'm going to raise taxes too. In what world does that work? Nowhere. But a lot of people don't catch it. And, and, and this is why you got to be well informed. This is why you got to pay attention. And actually know what's going on. Because even you, you, if you don't pay attention, you could just be fooled by all of these contradictions that happen. And another thing, and to top it on, to put on top of that, like this will be the cherry on top, is... Joe Biden wants a higher minimum wage, a $15 minimum wage. He wants that. So not only are you raising our taxes, but now you're going to raise the minimum wage too. Where the hell am I going to get money to pay all of those? Uh, might as well just move to China. I would have done that. I would have moved to China, Mexico, some friendly, business-friendly country. So this whole Biden policy things are just absurd they really are this is going to crash the economy even more right now we have a bubble 
an economic bubble that Obama created. And that bubble's going to pop soon. And Trump doesn't want it to pop it in his presidency. You know, if he if it pops, everybody's going to blame him. You already know the media. They're going to be like, ah, oh, see, you, you, the economy is bad now. Thanks to you, you, you brought us into a depression. And but even though the bubble came from Obama, they're just going to blame Trump. And what Trump is doing is that he has, he's also kicking the can too. That's why he's doing a lot of government spending. That's why he's doing a lot of low interest rates. He's just pushing the can for the next guy to deal with it. And that and as long as we keep doing that, the more problems we're going to be having in this economy. So Joe Biden's ideas just fail when it comes to the economy. And then how do you know $15 minimum wage is the best way to go if you really times $15 for times 8 times let's say 5 days a week and then for 12 months you get around like 30 a little bit above 30,000 and that's still below the poverty um the poverty line. You're still going to be in poverty. Um, poverty. So who decided that $15 is the ideal wage? You know, if you really look at the Democrats, especially Bernie Sanders, if, ever since he's been in Congress, he's been saying he's been raising the minimum wage for like years. There was one time like $5. Then there was another time where $7. Then there was another time $10. And now he's like, $15 minimum wage. Cheese, Bernie. <laughs> like, make up your mind already. What number? How, how come not 20? How come not 25? How come not 30? And you see that the reason also many companies decide to leave the U.S. and go to another country is because the minimum wage, American workers have just become expensive. They really have. So what do we do? We just decide to go move to another country and perhaps uh, we're going to make more revenues in order for us to do more research and development for our products and to expand. And I know, yes, Trump also wants a higher wage, but you have to realize if you really want to make an impact right now in the economy, if you really want to help out, you really got to, first of all, you've got to stop doing deficit spending. Spend on things that you don't even have. You don't even have the money to spend on it. So why keep spending? And you just have to be honest with the audience. But of course, the audience nowadays doesn't want honesty. They just want to hear the guy who's going to give them more stuff, unfortunately. And, you know, you should vote for the guy that says, you know what, we're, in the, we're, we're going to have to cut spending and, we're not going to, and, we're, and we can't spend more money because we need to lower this debt down. And we can't and, and and we can't help you with your health insurance. We can't help you with college because we don't have the money for it. We honestly don't. And if a good citizen would have understand, then probably we would already be in this. We would be we would be out of this whole situation anytime soon. But unfortunately, many voters just focus on the free stuff or or anything like that. And of course, Biden is gonna do more spending just like Obama did just like Trump is doing right now Biden is gonna do more spending too 
pretty much what Biden is trying to do is he's trying to make it seem like a battle of good and evil. Like, oh, yes, me, Biden, I'm going to destroy Trump because he's evil and racist and I don't know what else. And so many people are also looking at that for as a Biden as the hope to triumph against evil. But people don't realize how is Biden going to be in the world. You know who wants Biden to be president? China. I know China definitely wants Biden to be president. And they're like, they're like, because Biden's going to be like, oh yeah, you know, China, it's okay. Even though you ripped us off, we're going to, we're, we're going to still have like a soft hand on you. We're not going to do anything bad because we're not racist or anything like that. We're, we're, we're good people. We're good business partners. Well, unfortunately, China hasn't been a good business partner to the U.S. And I don't know if Trump's doing the good job. He is more of a protectionist. He has a more protectionist views. More about uh, America first. And made in America only. And only American worker. Yes, you know, I do agree that we should have more people working here when it comes to making our products. But then we also have to think about the free market capitalism. And Trump is actually someone that's in favor of capitalism. Unfortunately, he just believes in a little bit of protectionism. But I believe in the free market capitalism. I feel like capitalism is going to resolve our problems, not the government. Unfortunately, Joe Biden, his supporters, don't believe in capitalism anymore. They, be they believe it's evil. How is it evil? How is capitalism evil? Someone please answer me that. The reason you have that iPhone is because of capitalism. The reason why you have that laptop, that car, is because of capitalism. The reason why you have like 20, 30, 40 pairs of shoes is because of capitalism. So I don't know what's the big deal against your, oh, capitalism is evil and it's only benefiting the rich. No, it's not. A rich person creates a job, uh, a company, and offers you a job. He's helping you by giving you a job. He's helping you by being a wage. Now, whatever you decide to do with your money, then that's on you. If you decide to spend it recklessly and not save up or not invest in anything, well, that's your problem. But you shouldn't blame the rich person for that. Many people don't understand how business works. And they believe that it's capitalism that's their fault. Is the fall of capitalism and that we need to go into a more socialist or more government control because, oh, uh, you guys can't succeed on your own. But don't worry, the government's here to help you. And unfortunately, that's what majority of Biden supporters really look for. And of course, they're going to expect him to really go on that route of more socialized things. Why? Because they voted for him. And... And to be just one point about Joe Biden, Joe Biden has been in politics forever. And he's been consistently changing his mind about things forever, too. So I don't want to I don't want to play that card about Joe Biden being in politics for so long. But it's true. What have you accomplished? Why haven't you accomplished it before? Why does it take you? I don't know. 20, 30 years to finally say, oh, yeah, I'm finally going to do something about what's going on today. Now, when it comes to social issues, unfortunately, when we touch social issues, it's more about feelings and 
this is something I'm going to say to everybody listening. Uh, whenever you vote, whenever you vote, or wherever, which country you're voting in, never vote on your feelings. Never do that. Why? Because you end up getting what Mexico got in right now recently in 2018 in their elections. They voted on their feelings like, oh, this candidate, it's more, he's more for the people. He understands the people. He's going to help us and he's less corrupt. And look what happened to them, backfired. He just got control of the government and started deciding what to do with it. Cutting salaries and no, you no one's going to earn more and you can't have that and you can't have that. And now giving money away to pretty much useless things. And now there's a lot of people up there uprising. Like, Yo, we didn't we didn't ask for a socialism. And you clearly said to us, you're not a socialist. But look at them. They're struggling now. Give it six more, like, not even, well, the term over there is six years. But give it, like, a few more years and watch how that country is going to go from one of the top economies to pretty much one of the lowest. Look at Venezuela back in the 1980s, 90s with Hugo Chavez. He came in with the same principles. Oh, down with the rich. Oh, um, higher taxes for them. Oh, let's nationalize all the resources for us. Because this is our resources, not others' resources. Ours. Look what happened to them a few years later. Look at them. Venezuela's economy is in the ground. Pretty much garbage. Their inflation is high. Their currency is worthless. So never go for your feelings. Because the person that's tricking you, like, oh, yeah, you know, free this, free that. It's pretty much doing you harm. And it's definitely not going to help in this economy that we have right now. Definitely not going to help. Now, when it comes to the economy, we really have a hard decision. Because both Trump and Biden are pretty much spending a lot of money. They want to spend. Well, Trump is spending. Biden is going to continue spending more. But now we're going to see on their values. And we already see that Trump values more capitalism. He believes in less taxes. He believes in less regulations. Biden believes in, I guess, more higher wages and more spending and, and more taxes. And well, you just got to determine. I mean, if you're really do your research, you're going to see who's more favorable on that point. I'm just giving you the information. I already got, I already got my views and who is more likely to lead us. But this is more for your to be informed. I'm talking back to it. Um, social issues. Well, you know, if you're someone that values social issues, well, uh, I don't know what to tell you. Because social issues, yes, people worry about race right now. And I don't know what else it is. but Or discrimination, to say. But I, I think we should focus more on, on our economic issues. And then who's better is fit. For those valid, for those issues to be resolved, or at least who's the best of two bads, I guess. And we really need to be informed. We really need to be informed. Right now, we're just in a era of being distracted all the time, and it's okay to be a little bit distracted. It's okay to watch, you know, focus more on what's going on on reality TV or programs than to focus on what's going on in, <laughs> in the things that matter. But that's why there's people like me. 
that's why there's people like me and other people also that are here to remind you that, hey, you know, there's something that you need to worry to. It's okay to watch whatever things you watch. But remember, there's something you got to really pay attention about. Which brings, I don't even know how TikTok people get famous. I don't know. People just get famous over some dances, which pretty much distracts all of us from, oh, look at this TikTok dance. Or, oh, look at this little TikTok video about, they are just exactly like Vine. But, hey, I think we worry more about that stuff than actually what's going on in our country. But then I tell people, you should really focus on what's going on today. You should really pay attention. Learn what's going on today. This affects you. This affects everyone. And if then you choose not to... Um, if you choose not to be informed or you don't, I, or you want to be like, oh, I don't care what happens, then don't complain what happens in the future. Don't complain about the problems that happen. Don't be like, oh my gosh, where are we in this collapse? Don't be like, don't be like that. We're like, we warned you. If you decide not to do anything or vote, vote against it, then that's your fault and face the consequences. In high school, I learned this valuable lesson from this substitute teacher, which, of course, who, who really, like, pays attention to substitute teachers. I mean, they're just pretty much like a ghost in the classroom there. Like, but anyways, uh, I had a substitute teacher once in high school. And then, of course, uh, in a, when a substitute's in there, everybody's just talking. Everybody's just on their phone. Nobody does their work. People from other classes that aren't supposed to be in that class come. And we're just not paying attention or anything. But then he told, he said something that really got stuck to my head. He pretty much said, when you're in a line applying for welfare, for any free program, or you don't have money, or your bills are too high and you can't pay them, and your taxes are too high or something, don't blame the government. Blame yourself for not being informed. And that's something that really stuck to me. And I knew what kind of person he was after he said that. And it still stuck to me today. So I, I really urge people to be informed. Now, who's the better candidate out of these two? Well, that's something you get to decide. That's something that you got to keep looking for. There's going to be a, a thing on Frontline, on PBS Frontline. There's going to be a documentary about Trump versus Biden. I guess they're going to show... Both sides of them. But I just do want to say, like, I'm going to repeat again. Don't go on your feelings. I know these documentaries are going to go more about, oh, Trump said that and or Biden does, did that before. and Or they're just going to focus on on who's the better hope for us in the U.S. Who can best guide us to equality and, and non-segregation, I guess, and non-discrimination and whatever there is now. Don't go based on that. Go based on the the facts. Go based on on the things that do matter right now. Because I already said Biden is going more on a hero campaign. That he's the hero that the U.S. needs. But then we already know countries like China need him. Because China wants to get ahead. And then we have people like Trump that are not letting China go ahead. They want to... They want to make China pay for all the injustices it's been doing. Not like socially, but more about economically. They've never been keeping the word economically. 
So that's something for you to decide. Uh, there was a few pros on Trump, and uh, you could consider Biden to have some pros, but I wouldn't consider him have pretty much any pros. He likes to brag about the the recovery, the Obama-Biden recovery, but I already explained it wasn't really a recovery. It was just kicking the can to the next person for the bubble to pop on them. It just made things worse. And then Trump is going to kick, of course, the can to the next person that comes in. And until it pops. He also likes to brag about the Obama or Biden health care plan. Which, of course, it was unconstitutional. It really was. States are responsible for health care, not the federal government. But, hey, I guess they slipped by. Those are pretty much the two, the two things that I always hear him uh, brag about. And then that he's for the people and that he's the hope and all of that. But it really isn't. His policies really are going to ruin this country. And of course, Trump's policies, economic policies have also harmed. Uh, but, this, but for our Biden voters and our Trump voters, you got to accept this. And you may be, oh, why are you talking bad about Biden? Oh, why are you talking about Trump? Well, no, you got you to gotta see the overall picture, too. Yes. There's good things about these candidates, but there's also the bad. And you also have to focus on the bad. And then from there, you could decide who's the best one to lead. I already got my position. Who's the best one to lead? Uh, before I go, I want to um, say this. There was recently in Australia, there was this pregnant lady that got arrested for a Facebook post about she was going to protest she was encouraging people to protest to gather up and protest these lockdowns and then later before the event happened like i think a few days i want to say um the police went and knocked on her door and arrested her just for a damn facebook post and kind of really shocks me now that could pretty that could pretty much happen in the U.S. too. It's not like it. It's not going to happen. It could probably happen. It's already happening when it comes to censorship. But anyways, that's it for me. Uh, I do want to make a final announcement. I am on Instagram now. You can follow my Instagram uh, page on censor talk underscore. That's censor talk underscore. And that's if for those people that are into that stuff. I just posted there so I could have, like reach out to more people. But just remember, you're one one step closer to the truth. <laughs>